The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hello. A very good evening here from Holland uh, in a very happy country because we're in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. And uh, we are live with another State of Search radio show. And uh, on the other side of the line is my good friend Roy. Hi, Roy. Hey, boss. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, well, considering the weather, it's doing fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hot in here. Uh, I was tempted to go and sit outside too, but I just figured that, that'll be too much noise with it. So I'm just sitting inside. And uh, I've been in a car for, in, in traffic jam for two hours this afternoon. It was totally rubbish. But um, hey, I made it. So uh, let's do a great show. Um, we have a guest on the line who's on the phone. We had a little bit of a. Uh, we tried to get him in through Skype, but we're gonna. Uh, we got him in through the phone, which is good. Um, Mr. Paul Madden, uh, who is best known, I think, by the name SEO Idiot. Uh, that's his Twitter handle, and it's also some of the handles he uses for different social media outlets. Hi, Paul. Are you there? Again, you all right? Hey, it's good to have you on, on yeah. board. Um, you, had, um, you had to rub it in about the World Cup already, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I was rooting for the, for the British, uh, but well, yeah. even Paraguay has beaten us so far. Yeah, Paraguay <laughs> in the last Paraguay in the quarterfinals, and here we are sitting at home. <laughs> I hear some fufuzelas, don't I? Oh my god! <laughs> well, or, or is it just I, I, a swarm of bees? <laughs> Are, how's how's Britain doing? Are, are, how's England doing? Are they really all sad, and walking around and and feeling terrible, or is it okay? No, well, we, we we're all very disappointed, but um, a new football season starts in about six weeks, doesn't it? So we're okay. Yeah. What which team are you rooting in uh, in the Premier League? I'm a, I'm a hereditary Evertonian, I'm afraid. Oh, I, that's I've nothing to be afraid of. So, following Everton for the last twenty five years or something. Okay, so you're going to root for Holland now because we've got an Everton player in our uh, defense playing, Mr. Hiding. You do have an Everton, yes. One of the only ones left. Yeah. <laughs> so there's still <laughs> still a little bit of British uh, England England football in there with the with the Dutch team. So it's, it's well, the Dutch team we're happy to be in the quarterfinals, but it's going to be difficult against Brazil. I, I can tell you that. It's going to be well, they're, they're due an off day, aren't they, sir? And, yeah. and if it isn't difficult for Brazilians, it's going to be difficult because of the arbitrage. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> that goal was incredible. It was just it was a 2-2 uh England scored and they disallowed it. Uh, well, um today they talked about uh finally talked about uh, getting cameras in the goal. Um it kind of feels like uh finally they're growing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they they won't do it. They'll talk about it, but they won't do it. They never do. No, that's true. It's, uh, it's probably just a whole lot of uh, talk and, uh, and no action, which is too bad because I think, uh, uh, especially if you look at our industry, we, we, we work at Technic all the time and, and it gets you further and uh, yeah, there's and, so much and money none of involved. Technical in stuff ever goes wrong, does it? So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. but I think in a matter of time, uh, something will happen and, and somebody will sue. Because of yeah. the, the the huge amount of, of money, I mean, it was definitely in there. Everybody could have seen it, and it's I mean, it, it's going to be lawsuits uh, for this stuff in the future, and then they have to decide and and, and get it better. So it's just a matter of time. But for now, you're really screwed. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just it was just wasn't fair. I mean, that's the whole issue. Uh, the thing is that even though the British uh, the English lost four to one. I, I do believe that if it would have been two two, it would have been a totally different game. So it really makes a difference. Anyway, well, uh, we're not here to talk about football, though it's really funny. Uh, I really like uh, uh, I like football, so I like to talk about it. But um, we've got Paul on the show because he's a well, he's an expert on. Uh, I, I, how do you call yourself, Tom? Uh, John, Paul, can you uh, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe tell the audience? Um, what your business is, what you do in a regular on a regular day. Well, we, we do we do all manner of things. We do we've been doing web development since the late nineties, but we also do SEO nowadays. Uh, we have a mix of our own clients and some of our own stuff, and you can read into our own stuff whatever you want. Um, and my history is more on the darker side of things. So we tend to do quite a few um, experiments. Uh, and, and, and what kind of experiments, uh, experiments uh, should we think about if you talk about experiments? Well, we've been doing quite a bit with uh, Twitter automation recently. Um, been playing around with Foursquare in the last couple of weeks. Um, oh. Also, we're also doing growing our our, our link network uh, at the moment. That's in a state of, of growth, so. You, you've been Amazing, speaking on, on 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 several panels uh, uh, on several conferences lately, uh, and you usually are in the automation panel. Um, if you uh, um, uh, if you talk about automation on Twitter, is that automation on getting more followers, or is that automation or on on sending out tweets? Uh, well, we we do we do everything from getting more followers, which is the easy part of things, and then. Um, we have multiple accounts that you're not supposed to have, and we are um, we're doing sort of brand awareness work at the moment, where we're creating profiles that will um, that will promote a brand without necessarily being from the brand, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so, so um, we're creating we're creating realistic looking people with realistic looking profiles who are uh, coincidentally pro what we want to say about a particular. Brand or subject. If you might, if you don't mind my asking, do you have a lot of enemies if you do stuff like that? Because that's, of course, something people might not like. 
Um, well, the, 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 the aim is for them not to even know that you're doing it. Um, if you're doing anything that's, if you're doing automation that's anti-social automation, if you're doing sort of uh, DM spam or your copy, wholesale copying other people's tweets or you're, you're retweeting somebody's RSS feed or something along those lines, then I think you deserve to get any of the hassle that you, you're likely to get. But if you're doing genuine tweets that, that have inserted into them um, a marketing message that are reasonably harmless, then um, no, we don't get yeah. any problem really. So what you're saying is there's a, there's a big difference between automation and spam. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know uh, if, if if people hear the word automation, they, uh, they they most of the time they probably think it's spam. Uh, biggest difference between the two of them, you just said um, um, uh, it's a marketing effort, so you're not retweeting all sorts of other stuff. You're actually composing new tweets. Um, we, we, yeah, we, we, I mean, we have we have a we have an offshore team that are creating, writing tweets for us. Um, we we do an awful lot of of what, what could be considered fresh content. Um, it isn't, but uh, it could be considered fresh content. And um, I don't see how that's different than than a real person doing it. We're just doing it in a more efficient manner. Yeah. So, um, if, um, okay, let's let's start at, this, uh, at, at the start. Um, at the beginning, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> if you uh, uh, if you have a Twitter account, um, a lot of people say, okay, you need more followers, uh, mm-hmm. and you want to get them as as quickly as possible. Um, mm-hmm. what, what's the best way to go at it to get more to get as much followers as you can without actually uh, having to wait uh, six months before everybody picks up your tweets. Well, this, this is this is going to seem really fairly fairly simplistic and blatant, but if you follow people, they follow you back. Um, we, we did an experiment where um, we created a bot. Um, we had it, it. Its bio line was something along the lines of "Don't follow me, I'm a bot," and then we followed a thousand people via the API, and then we sat back. Uh, and waited for two weeks, and after two weeks, 667 people had followed back. <laughs> so, so even though you it, said, it shows there's, don't, there's an awful lot of automation it. in there, and people follow people if if they follow you. <laughs> okay, so even though you say uh, uh, we're a bot, people still will, will still be following they, because they of the fact that you're follow following. You back, yeah, I, I spoke to to one lady at, a, at the conference recently who'd followed one of our bots. Um, she recognized the name, and um, her rationale was, well, it had a photo, and it was talking about what it had for lunch, so therefore it can't be a bot. But <laughs> not, you know, How naive is that? <laughs> reasonably naive, but that's, that's the state of, of most people on social media, I'm afraid. <laughs> so if, if you do want to uh, automate it, then you, the thing is you have to get... Uh, uh, as human as possible, at least uh, you have to look as human as possible. Is that is that what? Well, yeah. The, the, I mean, the trick is one to look to look human, uh, but two to to do as much as you can to engage with other people. Now, you, well, what we do is we load our tweets sort of a month in advance for all the accounts that we've got, and some of the tweets in there will be actively fishing for people to engage with us uh, by talking about the subject that we want to, by asking questions or by directly reaching out to other people that we want to 
we know are influential in the, the area that we're talking about, and then mm. seeing if we get them to to um to engage with us. At the point that they engage with us, then a human steps in and and, and does the one to one. But until that point, we're we're pretty much automated. Okay, so you kind of do uh, you kind of have do you have scripts or something like that? You, you, you... <laughs> what, what, what we do is we start off by creating a persona, um, and that persona will have a style sheet. The style sheet will tell you a bit about them, uh, what, you know, what they like, what they don't like, their hobbies, their interests, their friends. Um, it's sort of a one-page uh, style sheet where it's also got a photo that we've uh, got from somewhere, um, and then um, that's what the, the the outsourced team on Odesk work from. They will then take that uh, take that style sheet and they will write tweets about what that person is doing day to day. So if we've written in the style sheet that the person likes to go and see horror movies, then lo and behold, the person in Odesk writes a number of tweets about upcoming horror movies that they're looking forward to seeing. And how do you automate that? How do you make it... Uh, well, I can imagine how you can make a tweet, but how do you make up the uh, the sentences? Is that also uh, a program you write? or is there... No, no, there's, there's, there's actual content writers writing the, the majority of the tweets. The, the, the good thing, because because we can reuse the same persona across different niches as well, um, as long as they don't interact with each other, um, there's no duplicate content problem in Twitter at the moment. So we can effectively, the same persona can have a number of different names and act in different markets, and we just insert the stuff that we want to promote the brand or the, the, the subject that we're talking about into the, um, into the feed. Okay. Wow. Uh, let me uh, just wondering one one question. How how is the, the ROI on things? I mean, sure, if you automate it, it, it will be better. But how does it convert to well, let's say, just general searching conversion for the brand or in affiliate conversion or something like that? Well, we we try and avoid talking about actual numbers, but the um, the click through rate, the CTR on Twitter is if you hit people at the right time, is surprisingly good. Okay. Better than you would ex better than you would ever expect. Okay, cool. So, but I would I would class the traffic you get from it in the same bracket as stumble upon type traffic. They're, they're yeah, here okay. for a second and then they're gone. So you've got to. So we're using it more for brand awareness or for for, for that type of thing. So you, you know the drip drip of people seeing a brand again and again, rather than you know new business acquisition in gambling or something like that. We found that particularly difficult. Mm, if, if we would be uh, looking at Twitter, would we recognize? Could, could we recognize one of your uh, uh, bots? <laughs> I have a friend who, who pings me a couple of times a week with with guesses of, of uh, is this one of yours? <laughs> um, I would hope you wouldn't be able to spot it. I can tell you the the way to to spot bots most easily. Um, the majority of bots that you see will be posting via the API. Um, we in production mode we don't post via the API. We post directly to to Twitter via okay. curl. You use the website. We do. We, we go directly to the website, and we go to the website from a number of, number of different entry points. We won't go directly from the same from the same server. Mm -hmm. um, you'll also find that the majority of people automating will get the ratio of of uh, promoted tweets to actual tweets um, 
a bit wrong. We do one in ten as a rule. So one in every ten tweets that we send out is a link to something that we want to promote. The rest of them are... Yeah, I read that somewhere too. That, that uh, even it, not not just bots, but that it's good to uh, ha only have one link in in ten tweets or something like that. Very much so. I mean, we, we do we do mix that up a bit by including retweets of other people's stuff. Um, that just adds to the realism of the of the persona. You know, not many bots not many bots go out and and retweet other people's stuff in the middle of a discussion about what they had for tea. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think that's very funny because that would, would be maybe it's my black mind, but that would be one of the first things to do. I mean, it's so e so much more easy to to get more followers and more interesting people by retweeting valuable sources and getting noticed by those sources yeah, if you're in the same subject. So uh, that, that would be one of my first things to do. But it increases. I mean, that increases your um, the likelihood that the people that you're trying to reach out to engage and engage with. Um, mm -hmm are likely to, to, to start to retweet your stuff. I mean, that's yeah. ultimately, that's what we're aiming for, because the secret of all marketing on Twitter is the retweet. Yeah. If we get, you know, if we get, if we get influential people who've got several thousand followers themselves, you get a couple of those retweeting your stuff at the right time, then you can find yourself on the, uh, on the receiving end of, of quite a decent uh, amount of traffic. How do you yeah. get them to retweet your stuff? You, you sure engage with them. You try and make, make them... You retweet their stuff. You 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 reach out to them with with uh, questions uh, and comments. Um, all of this um, you can either do well ahead of time, or we have a, a separate tool that allows us to step in each day across many many accounts and tick those um, uh, tweets that we've seen during the day that we want to retweet, and then the scheduler kicks in and retweets them for us. Okay. So there are a lot of influentials now being being uh, uh, well uh, made think they're looking at real persons and retweeting real person stuff, but actually they're retweeting bots, but they don't just don't know it. They just don't know it. <laughs> they just don't know it. There, there, you, there's some really good stuff going on at the moment with with natural looking Twitter stuff. I've had a um, um, no wait. Uh, let's uh, I, I'm, we're going to go. Uh, I think to a commercial break first, and then uh, I've got some more questions after after the break. Um, before the break, if you're actually listening live to the show, you can uh, uh, join us in the chat room. Uh, would be fun if you do that. Then you can ask questions yourself if you want. And um, we'll, we're talking to uh, Paul Madden, who is a specialist in, well, let's call it Twitter automation. Um, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? And then we'll be right back. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. The Jerry Abrams Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome to the second part of the State of Search show. And we are talking to Paul Madden, a.k.a. Uh, SEO Idiot, about automating Twitter and all sorts of related uh, topics. Um, you might also uh, know Paul without actually knowing that it's Paul, because I do believe, Paul, that you're responsible for Yoast's picture. <laughs> He's cartoon, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I really should have uh, charged him for that at some point, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, he should. He's using it all over, all over the place. So yeah, I've uh, even got, I've got some merchandise somewhere around here with it on. <laughs> and that's from one of the guys in the chat room, I think. I can tell. Is he? Is he there? <laughs> no, I don't know if he's there, but it doesn't matter. No. Just go ahead. I, I was actually there when he arrived. He he got your picture since I was sitting next oh, to yeah. him at the at one to market then. So. Roy's uh, used to work with uh, Yoast, so uh, uh, at the time you you, you were drawing it, uh, he knew uh, what was going all all, all on with the uh, with the picture. But uh, it, it's a cool picture, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, that's how you recognize Yoast. It's something I, I really like about that, about it. So good job. Um, I, think, I think didn't you do the one of Marcus as well? Uh, I, I have done one of. Marcus, at one point, I don't know whether he does. He still use that? No, I don't think he's using it anymore. But he, he used it for quite some time. I see. A, I see a few of them. I see a few different people using them around and about. Sweet. Uh, Rob Kerry used to be Evil Green Monkey. Still uses one, I think, as well. But there's a few around. Yeah. Is that a hobby of yours, or is it is it also part of your business? Uh, uh, he, he, well, it used to be a hobby of mine. I don't get much chance to do it anymore. Oh, you shit. It's good. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, uh, back to uh, automation uh, stuff. Um, I've had this. Um, I, I wanted to hold this uh, uh, to you because I, I kept thinking about it um, when I saw this going on. Uh, I think it was yesterday. There was this guy who was. Um, I think I thought it was a bot at first, and uh, because we were, you were on the uh, show, I, I, I kind of thought, well, hey, maybe uh, he's trying out some stuff, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy who, who just 
tweeted out. Um, uh, let's see if I can find his tweet again. Uh, oh yeah, he tweeted out to uh, all sorts of different um, uh, actually search people, um, and he, he he just said, okay, uh, uh, opportunity for all of you to lo- to earn uh, a lot of dollars in a simple way, uh, and then he tweeted out a link, but he addressed. Uh, people like Rob Carey, myself. Uh, actually, he also addressed Fiddy uh, from Google, uh, uh, Dixon Jones, and 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 it seems like he followed. Uh, he just tweeted out to an entire list of people, um, and they were all people I knew. So I, w- I was kind of like, okay, why are you uh, doing this to these kind of people? Is that some bot, uh, so- someone doing the job not right? So, uh, or is it um, maybe not a bot <laughs> and just somebody being stupid? Um, I can imagine that this is not the way to go. And that's what I wanted to check with you. you in. Is, is that something people should do or not? Um, we, don't, we certainly don't do anything. We, we try and avoid doing things um, en masse uh, to the sort of people who will be likely to know or think about whether it's a bot or not. Um, we're much more interested in aiming at the general public who have only just got to understand what Twitter is, let alone what a bot might be. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'd be a good idea for for anybody to be doing things en masse to to that type of community. Although, having said that, if if they are doing that type of thing, I'm you know, I'm always very interested to see it because. You never know if people are getting, you know, uh, 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 doing stuff that is uh, that is new and different that we're not seeing. But yeah. reaching out to those sort of people. I, yeah, I, I think I posted you just posted a link in there. Yeah, I posted a link in the chat room to uh, the guy tweeting it out. And if you look at the, that's usually how I find out if, well, I think most people do it that way. Um, find out if it's a bot or not. If you just go to the Twitter page of the person, you will see that they're targeting all sorts of different persons uh, uh, with well, the same sentences. Yeah, they're targeting all sorts the of people, that, but they're posting from TweetDeck. Now, TweetDeck, you can do some scheduling now, but it's not the most efficient way of going. Um, there's too many links in it. Mm-hmm. A lot too many links in it. To Kate Perry and Nick Cannon. I think it's somebody not being particularly intelligent, if I'm honest. They've also <laughs> not, they're not doing a great deal of... They're following 178 people, and they've got 60 followers. Yeah, you know, so they're not they're not doing particularly well, are they? No, but it's it's uh, I think it's something you see a lot more that it's just they don't care about the number of followers. It seems they're just aiming for specific uh, um, people. Either uh, if they, for example, talk about uh, it's, it's Spain Portugal now. Uh, if if you tweet about uh, Portugal, then they might pick that up and then just send you a link saying. Uh, you like Portugal? Uh, take a look here. That, that's what I mm. see a lot, and and that that for me is spam. Um, it is. But the, the first thing that, that most people do when they get something like that, unless they're unless they're bored at work and just click on the thing, is they'll go and have a look at the profile if they don't know the person. And if you look at the profile, more often than not, you get a an instant idea about whether it's automated or not. Our goal is to make sure that 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 first look. Um, gets past them, that they look at it and they think, well, this isn't automated because they've got 2,500 followers, there's a real photo, uh, that they've just been out 
to the gym, you know, all those sort of things. Whereas these type of accounts, um, I don't think that reaching out, particularly if they're reaching out to influential people, I'm not sure that reaching out to influential people with a with a profile like that is going to get you very far. No, that, that's what I was thinking. He, he he was aiming at all sorts of people who who know within a second that what he's uh, tweeting out is, is rubbish. So uh, he, I thought it was also, kind of he's stupid. Got, well, he's also to... got the cardinal sin of of of, uh, of social media spam by putting a number in his in his in his username. I mean that <laughs> it's it it's sma- to, to that type of audience that smacks of being. Uh, a, you know the sort of scraper site dot info three four seven type type domain from from a couple of years ago. <laughs> it, it it just it smells wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it, that's the correct way to say it. It smells wrong, and then you don't trust it. Uh, exactly. The thing is, though, that I I what I did is I I saw it coming by, and I well I didn't retweet his tweet, but I I tweeted his yeah I did retweet his tweet, but I I edited it and said. Does the, does this guy know who he's targeting? Uh, just to, to well to give a hint, and then he actually answered on it. So that, did, that yeah, kind of surprised me. Yeah, he said, "Well, I just wanted to let you know I I earned two hundred dollars." I was like, "Well, what what do you think? Who 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 do you know? Well, <laughs> what do you think who who you're targeting? Those people know what they're what they're talking about." So uh, yeah. that, that was kind of a. Moment okay. where I thought, okay, this is if, just if you are going to target thing. those type of people, um, the problem with 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 targeting those type of people is that potentially somebody lower down may may report you to to, to Twitter. Um, it's fairly difficult to get your account banned on Twitter, but the report for spam is the quickest and easiest way, and uh, that looks like the type of account that might get reported. Yeah, I would say so. If you target one of the people, you target is a is a Google uh, a spam uh, a spam exactly, person. Exactly. Yeah. Not not <laughs> the most chance. subtle of ideas, is it? That's <laughs> not not really smart. No. Uh, okay. Um, what is um, uh, um, if if people uh, uh, what 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 are indications of um, uh, of a of, of of a spam account? If if you Click on a link, and you you go to a, an account of a of a person uh, who, who is a bot. How can you recognize that bot? I, th- I think it's difficult once you once you click through the link. It's as difficult as it would be any other link to to understand whether it was whether it was uh, there for uh, spam reasons or not. Um, to to understand whether the account is a spam profile or not, there are. There are lots of things. There, whether they're posting via the API all the time, whether they're doing too many links. If they've got if they've got less than two thousand followers, there's, there's a throttle point, or has been a throttle point on Twitter, where if you follow more, if you follow two thousand people, Twitter won't let you follow anybody else until you yourself have got more than two thousand followers. Yeah. So uh, the decent spam accounts um, get slightly over two thousand, and then they're golden, really. Um, but is is the is uh, it the, do you, they play the follow click, one once follow you click game? On link, I think it's really difficult to tell. Yeah, uh, do, do uh, uh, does the follow on follow game uh, help to get to, to over the two thousand? You can get to more than two thousand followers in less than ten days with follow on follow alone. Anyway, I find I don't. I don't yeah. <sighs> 
I just keep on wondering why why Twitter doesn't do anything about that. I mean, it's so easy to 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 figure out how that works. I mean, it if, is. if a, I mean, you can build in some difficult like, like two thousand followers thing, and you know, by following Twitter lists and those sort of things that the false positives on that now. I mean, they could have solved it a while back, but I think it's it's getting more difficult for them. You also have to remember that there's what two hundred people work at Twitter. I think, yeah, I think but, they're, they're reasonably busy keeping the, the thing alive at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's true. And it's hard enough for them, I guess. Especially during a World Cup. <laughs> Especially during a, during a wake-up time in America, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, I say, yeah, Every day at 4 o'clock over here, the old Twitter things, no, well, 3 o'clock, the old Twitter thing starts to die on us. It's <laughs> pathetic, actually. If, if, you, if you think about it, it I mean, it's... It, it's irrational. Yeah. I mean, there's, so you, there's a lot of things they could they could do to, to clean things up, and they are doing some stuff to clean things up uh, as we speak. But I, th- I think you know, and I'm, I'm I'd be very happy if they did clean away some of the some of the more blatant spam. Um, it's the stuff that gets in the way of it being uh, a good social media experience that that causes the problems for everybody. Um, if your message happens to be in there and it happens to be slightly automated and it's not causing any offence and it's doing its job in an efficient manner, I don't see the problem with that. No, but I, I agree with that. I mean, it's it's not a problem if you if you make things easier for yourself. I mean, you can call it automation, you can call it life hacking. I don't care. I mean, it's it's not that difficult in doing things. But um, I mean, just just by sending away the latest ten tweets of a person with his um, sign up for your profile with his follow mail I mean that will make things so much more easy and just put a right in there a link to report it or just I mean I push on report a lot for spammers and I don't care I hope they get banished out there as fast as I can I mean I don't I don't I really don't care about people like that and I mean it would be so much much more easy if they just put it in my mail program or am I really in in this state right now that I should have turned my email messages off, and then just I don't care about people following me? I'm I'm already getting what you what what you want in your email. Yeah, yeah. When you follow somebody, you can get an email uh, who's following you. Uh, yeah. Because of the following no following game, and I w- it would be nice to put in the last ten tweets of that person there, just to to yeah. and and oh, uh, just okay. put in profile stuff instead of. Go to Twitter. Yeah, I, I know and I understand it. Push, it's cranking up page views like hell. F- really valuable page views. Uh huh. Since they don't have any banners on it, it's just because they can't yeah, show off that they're it's growing. Just, they're, they're, just, they're just contributing to their own um, server problems, aren't they, by bringing you back in? Whereas they could have yeah, done it all in the email, just, couldn't they? It's just stupid. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can understand why they do it, but I think it, they could have solved the issue a lot better. But I mean, yeah, it's just for my part, and maybe I'm, that's what I said, maybe I'm I'm thinking too much in an uh, automated evil kind of way about things like this, but, I mean, if you if you see what people at Google can do for, for detecting spam, I mean, at mm. least one guy at Twitter should be concerning the, keeping the index clean and thinking about how we can fix this. I mean, they got the brains for it. And well, they I, think could, I mean, they could they, do, based on somebody's, somebody's profile and their... Their last, you know, twenty-five, fifty tweets. You could run something fairly. I mean, I could create something fairly easily that would give you a score that would tell you whether this person was likely to be a bot or not, just yeah, based on flags. That's what I mean. Um, 
And if you can do it, and you get a risk rating when you get a new follow thing, don't you? And the risk rating says if it's over eight, likely to be a spammer type of thing. Yeah, but there are services who do, do that as well. But it's all all third party stuff, and I yeah. mean, it, it, Twitter d- is not that um, well. Let's say um, friendly to third parties <laughs> working on their platform right now uh, by building it all themselves uh, at the, at this moment and just putting. Well, they're, they're, still, they're, they're growing. The way, they're but. growing, aren't they? I mean, they're, they're growing the number of users they've got. They're they're in the they're trying to get as many eyeballs as possible game at the moment, aren't they? And there'll come a time when somebody acquires them or or they get enough investment to to make it worth their while to bring some people in who clean that type of stuff up. Um, Sooner, sooner the better, from my perspective. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. It, it just, it's, it just isn't it just my opinion that the the hype of Twitter is already over. I mean, the heydays of Twitter are already there. I mean, it, we're just relaxing in the sun right now. Or is it just my my gut feeling that says that? I mean, the numbers aren't that growing anymore, is it? No. So, yeah, but, um, it's, yeah, used, it's, it's normal if you, that, that there's a big growth uh, at first and then the growth slows down. But yeah, but I mean, if you look at the growth numbers, it's 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 a lot less than it, it was before. Okay, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to find out what the growth numbers are during the break because we need to go uh, to our sponsors uh, for the last time this show. And um, uh, keep your thoughts like this, Roy, because I, I, I like the discussion so far. Uh, and if you uh, want to join into the discussion, you can in the chat room. Um, so, uh, Brasco, take us to the commercials and we'll be right back. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. 
Search for solutions Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hello, welcome to the uh, third part of this State of Search radio show. We're talking uh, uh, automation, uh, but the focus is then on, of course, uh, because that's what we're all doing in the industry, Twitter automation. Uh, we're talking to uh, Paul Madden, uh, who is an expert on, on, on the field. And just before the break, we were discussing, um, uh, well, actually, Roy pointed out uh, that he feels like the, the big days of Twitter are over already. It, it doesn't... Look that way if you look at the numbers. Uh, Roy, you also saw it in the chat room coming by. A couple of links to some TechCrunch articles. Uh, but visiting, I have some, I have some yeah. questions about that as well. Yeah, it's visits to the Twitter.com site, so it's not sure it's uh, it's, it's not the actual use. It's traffic to Twitter.com on on different um, um, well uh, different continents actually. But you do see a growth there, so uh, it does. Yeah, but see it's, it's a growth in. Pace views or in in, in u- users, but I mean, look at look at it's not that hard to have a growth if you're uh, on well, let's say the elections over here, or just say the World Cup. If you put in Twitter on every stupid thing and and every moron on television talking about what they see, they read out tweets. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I care. I mean, this is if if this is the way interactive advertising is going to work in a couple next ten years. Please keep me out of this crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reading out tweets aloud, ah, who cares? For but those, for those who don't know what Roy is talking about now, I'll, I'll just explain real quickly, Roy. Uh, it's the Dutch elections uh, were uh, last month, and uh, going up to the elections during the debates, uh, they had some interruptions or intervals in, in, between the different debates. And then uh, what they did is they set a person in front of the camera who was who just started to read out tweets from from the web. It was well, it was kind of. Hilarious because it was so stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, but it's yeah, not, it's not only the elections. I mean, the it's, it's a radio shows as well. Um, how how was that in the UK? Out, uh, they were reading out tweets on on the news program as though it was news. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was just ridiculous. And I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to spam <laughs> that you. large puzzle screen they had them scrolling up on at all. <laughs> yeah. it's it's sort of like okay, uh, we're uh, Twitter is it now? We need to follow everything that people are saying because this is the voice of the country or something like that. Well, it's it's not. It's uh, it's just a few people using so the, the BBC. The BBC points. over here, they, they as a default setting, they seem to go to somebody's Twitter account and go and and go and try and quote them from there every time there's anything in the newspaper about them. But it's, it's just it, they're taking it too far sometimes. I think. Yeah. Are you guys watching television as well? That was the most ridiculous <laughs> close-up that there ever was. Sorry. Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> okay. But, but I agree with you, Paul. I mean, it's just, it could be better. And the same thing with the numbers. I mean, if you look at the amount of users there, there's a lot of users in Twitter. But where's the sign-up signs? In the beginning, we all only saw... Um, number of people signing up and number of tweets sending out. I mean, it's not that hard to imagine that if you start using Twitter, you gain more people in there and you start tweeting more. So it's all very natural. But um, please show me somewhere that, that more people are signing up every day and they're not there because probably it isn't happening. 
I think or I think the uh, the Comscore figures are a bit misleading as well. In that most people who who've used Twitter for a while migrate onto a client anyway, and the client's never going to be represented in those sort of stats anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's visits to Twitter.com. And well, uh, uh, you use them for your bots, but um, I think you're yourself tweeting yourself. You don't use just the website. I can't remember the last time I logged into Twitter on 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 the web at all. Uh, I every time, I, did time that. I get followed by something, somebody who I think I might follow back. <laughs> yeah, or if you have to authenticate stuff because the OAuth, uh, that that that's quite interesting to use. You log in. <laughs> Yeah, the OAuth, and but. it's it's also the, the biggest security issue ever for DM spam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely true. Uh, in the chat room, you mentioned uh, 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 that um, there are some great business cases on Twitter. Um, that kind of raised the question with me that uh, one of the questions I really get often from people is, okay, so you know how it works on the business-to-consumers uh, area. But does this work in the business-to-business area? Um, how can a business actually benefit from uh, automating Twitter and from using uh, Twitter or Foursquare? Because you said you were also using Foursquare uh, automation. But on, on Foursquare, we're still in our experimental phase. We're currently just annoying competitors in our, in our local region by becoming the mayor of their business place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just more for the entertainment value while we learn what's possible and what's not. Um, I think with, <laughs> That's actually with, pretty with funny. Twitter, you, you, you see a lot of you see a lot of businesses. I think from, from a business perspective, um, you see people like Dell and and and, and loads of other good examples of, of uh, businesses that are using it for customer service and for engaging with people in a different way. Um, I think that the 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 area that most businesses are, particularly brands, are are missing out on on Twitter is is the monitoring side of things. You know, there there is there is there aren't many places where they can um, hear the conversation that that's going on about their brand and either learn from it or participate in that conversation. You know, this is it, it's a hugely valuable source of data for them, and and there aren't there aren't enough brands doing it, in my opinion. Yeah. What my experience is that a lot of companies feel it takes up too much time, so then automation should help. I think. Um, um, no, I disagree. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't have that much time because I disagree because the the, the main reason that Paul knows what he do, what he's doing, um, a lot of companies don't, which will give you crap like you just talked about. So I think if you're starting out, you should definitely not automate anything and just start figuring out how this thing works. I mean, you can't yeah, there, expect there, everybody there some, to drive a car. Re- I mean, I never uh, drive a car I'll, before. I'll, I'll, when I was doing SES last time, there was um, a lady who was on with us called Tracy Falk, who works for Freestyle uh, Interactive in the UK, and she was showing an example of, I think, John Deere, uh, who are a tractor manufacturer in the UK, who mm-hmm. had a, a bot that was called Deere Robot, and it was it was a really badly done bot. Um, probably doing more damage to the brand than than, than helping it. Yeah, th- that's what I mean. I mean, if you don't know, I mean, it, it 
it, it, it fire in itself isn't that dangerous, but if you don't know how to handle it and don't know how to to really work with it, I mean, it, it's it's very difficult for a kid to not understand or the the, 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 the dangers of fire. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree with that. But isn't that why companies like the Pulse Company could be um, uh, coming around more? That you see, well, you have SEO consultants. Can you, are, are we going to get Twitter consultants? I'd rather hope not. <laughs> But well, maybe, uh, maybe, think, maybe it's not the right get, word. Twitter you get people offering fulfillment social. for Twitter, and you'll off, you know, as well as people offering more fulfillment for social media, because I do think that that currently um, a lot of companies start by giving it to a fairly low-paid, low-ranked person in the organisation because of the time it takes, and therefore uh, either don't get the results or put themselves at a bit of risk. No, I I agree with that as well. I mean, but that's that's, I mean, that this is the way companies think about about a profit. Um, and just putting managers there in there instead of creatives and 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 people who actually love their product. I think if you if you put a good product manager in there, you never will see a faulty tweet because they love their product and and they know if there's flaws in the product, they will um, be be talking about it and trying to improve the product. And I think if you start, for instance, the lower wage people in there, they don't give shit about the company. They just do what they've they've been told to do. So I think if if you really want to optimize Twitter in general, I think the conversation is the most important thing to to keep in mind. And sure, you can uh, put. Well, I think you're right on on the base. If you put it in a fulfillment kind of thing, it could be nice. Yeah. So I think if you would like a. Uh, uh, um, well, let's say in some kind of affiliate fulfillment CPL-based deal, it, it could be working for you. But I think it, it, it's it's. I think I understand why businesses are are very careful with it. And if, and if I you think look it, at somebody it's, like um, it's Zappos. just such a powerful Zappos weapon if you, if you open, just don't use um, it right. Policy towards Twitter. Um, Sorry, what was that? They, I think they, that? they just say to their to their staff, "Use your best judgment," um, and. Uh, and they don't get many problems from it. Um, I think they do it very well, but I think it's really difficult for most brands to take that leap of faith. Yep. I agree. I agree on that. Yeah. So, so in the interim, difficult. they need to learn learn what to do from people who, who know the pitfalls to avoid. And it, yeah. I mean, you look at people like, uh, do you know Scott Monty? Scott Monty is the, the uh, social media guy for Ford. Um, he does a great job. Of being a person who's talking for the brand without specifically just spamming links about the brand all the time. He talks about all sorts of different things. He talks about when he's traveling and all sorts of things. He's a really engaging person to read, but still is 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 bang on message at every time, every launch that they've got and everything else. Yeah, but though that's another example of of a big brand doing it. And I think for the smaller brands, it's a lot more difficult to to interact in that way. A lot, of, a lot less people will be actually triggered to follow it because, well, no, it's the other way around. A Ford or a Dell will have uh, more followers right away uh, because they are Ford or Dell. And for the smaller ones, uh, it's going to be more hard work to get where uh, Ford and Dell are. Uh, right now, no, but you don't have to look at the numbers. I mean, if if we we can, I mean, look at the, at the uh, business not case. Not just numbers, but also the engagement. It will it will take no, long. No, I, I I completely disagree. I mean, look at that that one of the Dutch uh, 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 people who did a lot from and and got a lot from from Twitter. Slater uh, Imeshi, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, well, she doesn't run a big company. 
It's just it's just two people running it, I think. Don't yeah, but that. she was. That's true. But she was there when it just started. Uh, yeah, but it she, doesn't matter. I mean, there, it's it's just about if you if you do the right stuff on there, it be, good things will follow. But I mean, if you compare to Dell, I mean, you can say Dell has a great business case. Sorry, but two million. Uh, I mean, last year I think it was two million in revenue. Uh, if you compare that to any other revenue number at Dell, you you wouldn't even notice it anywhere. They only notice it because they know they got a good PR from it. This is the only reason yeah. why it's important to them. Yeah. It's not not huge numbers. I think. Well, uh, let's take Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, that guy. What he's doing with with YouTube. I mean, that's impressive. And mm. because he built it up from scratch, from just being a one guy doing a one show uh, on a yeah. steady pace, and I just keep doing it and keep improving. Yeah, but I'm. To, to be to be totally fair, I'm not talking about the uh, the one or two company people because that's they're they're actually more free in, in what they do. But uh, the more uh, the, 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 the companies I talk to who have issues with it are the companies in this size twenty twenty five people. people. Um, but they're the type of companies who 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 can react to the conversation that's going on on places like Twitter, etc. Yeah. You know that they they're, they're more agile. They've got more to gain by doing it than than some of the larger companies potentially. Yeah, um, true. Mm-hmm. But, they're also but more they need to be part of the conversation, and so many brands aren't part of the conversation. We're, yeah. we're talking to a to a small uh, UK supermarket at the moment, and they, they they've got some horrid tweets sitting in their in in their um, out there on the uh, on Twitter that they need to be reacting to, and they're just not. Well, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're out of time, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, because uh, uh, we could talk on for hours about this. Uh, but it's uh, the hour is full. Um, Paul, I want to thank you very much for joining us on the show. It's been really interesting, and um, people can find you uh, on Twitter uh, with the handle SEO Idiot, right? And just look and find uh, the show notes will be on uh, soon and uh, we'll have uh, also the links to uh, the Twitter account of Paul so you can find him uh, find him there and be nice to him because he's a really nice guy and a really good guy uh, if you're listening uh, to this in the, uh, in the podcast format please also try listening live uh, which is at 8pm every Tuesday here in Holland which is 7 in the UK 2pm in the East Coast 11am on the West Coast Roy, Paul, thank you and uh, well I'm not going to be there next week I'm going to be on holiday uh, but we'll figure out what we're going to do uh, right Roy yeah and um, uh, see you all bye 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 <laughs>